Well, should we get the tedious admin done now, and then we can do an episode? Okay, yeah, fine. Okay. So, What's the tedious admin? So, I still don't understand why we have to throw your children in the canal. Can you, can you teach them to swim in a swimming pool? No. There's no peril. There's no incentive for them to actually put the effort in if you just yeah. put them in a swimming pool. They're safe there. It's a canal or nothing. Right. Where are they most likely to be to do their swimming? A canal. It makes sense to learn there. Emergency swimming, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, they live near a canal. It's dangerous. You know Michael Phelps? Uh, not personally. Well, he learnt to swim in the air and Calder navigation. That's very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Is it true? Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, good. He came to Wakefield every week. Oh, I thought with a stupid name like that, it was probably a, a river, canal, some other part of the world. No. What did you call it? The Aaron Calder? No, the air and Calder navigation. You said it really quickly. It sounded so like an Australian oh. thing. No, it's the river, the Aaron Calder. And the river Calder, and it's the navigation that um, I suppose takes its water from those two rivers. Is that what? It would. I guess it would go between the two. Oh, uh, maybe it does. Well, yeah. Then it's it like would the take Kennet and Avon Canal is. Well, no, no, often not. Well, where often... the hell? Is, where do you think the water comes from then? <sighs> often canals are. Um watered by reservoirs that they is, pass over mountain they go up higher than the rivers that they connect that is complete nonsense I mean like the Leeds Liverpool canal um, they have reservoirs nope okay well you've got no comeback to that have you Chris yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've out argued you in in a way, I win yes. the debate. Yes, you're right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Adam has a double mattress, also, or possibly right. a single mattress. He doesn't know for, okay. <laughs> for some reason. Um, I've never slept on it. Okay, but you like understand the sofa I could lie on. Uh, it's in the bottom of my cupboard, and it has not been used in like nine months. I don't remember how big it is, or how it inflates, or even what colour it is. Who's who slept on it? I bet it's blue. I bet you yeah, a pound it's blue. They're all blue. Uh, if you must know, Chris, it was purchased for when you and Dan and what was going to be Graham, if he wasn't shitting himself inside out, came down to go to Coventry. But then you both decided that you enjoyed my carpet so much you were just going to sleep straight on it. Yeah, your carpet was lush. And thus the mattress was never inflated. Thus it's technically oh, never been used. Okay. Just bring a just bring a, an off cut of the carpet. <laughs> Well, if they were both going to sleep on it, you'd hope it was a double. I honestly um, can't remember. I think it probably was, but I think I think I... I just decided that I didn't really like them enough to put that much effort in. Okay, I'm not even sure that I'm not even sure that this was offered. I think. Uh, well, no, because I, to... I, I, I'm sure I said like I have got a match. You went, no, this carpet's lovely, and just kind of lay down on it. It was lovely carpet. Okay, oh, well, I remember um... that carpet? Oh. If you can uh, verify the size of the bed and obtain um, a pump, then that I'll give you a pump. Is the uh, problem solved? Um, um, is it the problem solved? Because yes, of course. Yeah. I don't. I mean, so sharing a sharing a, a regular bed with a person, I think that's fine. Yeah. Sharing a blow-up bed with a person is, is kind of like a higher level of 
intimacy, isn't it? Well, it does. No, they, they, they do. They do. No, tend, it does they... tend to lead to a bit of you know cuddling in the middle. Whenever they wriggle, yeah. you get you get bounced about. Well, don't wriggle then. <laughs> I wouldn't be. The, Stay I, perfectly I still. The, I wouldn't be the wriggler. I mean, I am very wriggly. Um, so I I pity whoever has to be on the other end of the mattress. Well, just stop them wriggling. No, but. I'm, I'm Chris is concerned, concerned about his, his Well, his don't worry about them. Mate. That's their problem. Right. It's not your okay. issue. Well, maybe. So, uh, sleeping bags, I, I have two. I also have a double duvet, so I think that's that side of it covered. It's just if there is an inflatable bed, that would be helpful. I will bring something which may or may not be suitable for multiple people and may or may not be inflatable. Splendid. <laughs> By which I mean it's definitely inflatable, we just may not be able to inflate it. Okay. I've got one that has a built-in pump and you just plug it into the mains and See, then it that's, becomes... that's clever. And it inflates to, like, the height of a bed as well. Yes, oh. I, know, I have slept on it. It's tremendous. Many oh, am I, do I get that one? No, because you've got this big, stupid thing about um, not sleeping on an inflatable bed because you wriggle. Yeah. No, I, I don't, like I don't mind um, a bed like that. No, it's I'm... too late. I like... <laughs> I like that bed because uh, in the room that it's in, if you wake up in the middle of the night and you've had too much to drink and you feel really ill, you can just like open the skylight and throw just up vomit the out directly out. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually uh, in a downstairs room now. It's oh basement. shit! Well, that's that's about as much worse. Yeah. When did well, you vomit out of Graham's room? Oh, I haven't. I just like having the option. It's, it's just nice um, to know you can. It sounded like it happened from personal experience. I don't know why I've never thought of that when I've woken up to vomit and gone downstairs very noisily to the bathroom. I could have just stuck my head out of the roof and chundered on, <laughs> well, on, into the gutter. When I had my loft conversion, they actually, by law, have to put one of the windows at a vomiting height. Right. Yeah. You'll have noticed that one of the windows is set lower and it opens from the top rather than the middle so that you can vomit. For vomit access. So, yeah. Brilliant. Building regs think of everything, don't they? They do, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. So, um, I bought tickets for cricket... So you can arrive whatever yeah. time you like. I've got the whole day off work, so whatever time you want to come, that's fine. And then if we drive to Leeds at five-ish, or maybe a little bit before if everyone's there, and then we can have some tea and sort of dump the car nearish to the cricket ground. When um, does cricket start? 6.30. Ooh, Dan is cutting it fine, isn't he? Well, he'll probably miss the beginning, but it's like, it's like three hours long, so... And, oh, like, he's just going to arrive... Yeah, he'll miss the first few overs. Right. And just, he'll turn up like Fonzie. But it's 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 short cricket, so, you know, he hasn't quick. got a couple of days to, mm. to get here. Now, you told me that on the text that people don't dress up to go to the cricket anymore. Well, I didn't say they can't, but I don't think they do. I think we should dress up. Well, you can. You know the trick we were going to play on Dan, where we were going to tell him that he <laughs> needed to dress up? Or what? Um, I... But we do it the opposite, is we all dress up. And he would look like such an idiot in um, like jeans and t-shirt if we were all dressed up in three-piece suits. Mm. If, I mean, you, yeah, you're welcome I, to, but I I'm do not need going to, to. I do need to address the fact that there is quite a decent chance it's going to be like close to thirty degrees on Friday, and there is no chance in hell that I am watching the cricket at thirty-degree heat in a three-piece suit. Why? Uh, you'll be lucky if I'm not sitting there in just my pants. Why don't you uh, bring a little um, fan? I mean, I can, but I will still be basically sitting there in my pants. Well, 
cricket stadiums are um they're very open aren't they very drafty and it be in the evening it'll cool off yeah that's yeah because that's that's definitely happened so it's going to be well it's going to be like 29 degrees in the daytime but we're not going in the daytime we're going at six o'clock when it will be 28 degrees yeah exactly it'll be that's fine. much better wow it's going to be lovely it's going to be lovely all, all weekend. I didn't know that because it's been quite cloudy and rainy the last couple of days. Do we and... need to play with a ball? Like we could throw a ball at each other? Uh, I, I think if we do that, they get upset. What, at the, the professionals crickets. are supposed to be doing that? No, no, like the next day. On the next day, yeah, we could do that, couldn't we? You know how like people see Garion, um Garion? What's the cycle man? Geraint. Geraint Jones? Maybe. Jones. What is it? I don't know. It's the Welsh Garen one. Thomas. One of Thomas. them's a cricketer, one of them's a cyclist. Yeah. Well, you know how they see him. It's difficult him to do both. And they, they think, wow, he's done cycling. I'm going to start cycling yeah, too. Yeah, stupid. We could be inspired by the cricket. If that man, if that man who cricket. spent years training to be a professional cyclist can do it, I reckon I can give it a shot too. I reckon with funding and two years, I could become professional level at table tennis. Not specifically me, I think anyone could. How how much funding? Well, just enough funding that you don't have to have a job. All expenses covered for two years, and decent table tennis, table and bat. I think, I... I, mean, I, I think you'd need somebody like of reasonable standard to play against. Because yeah, if you're okay. just on your own, you're going to struggle. Well, no, because you just put half the table up like Forrest Gump. Tennis. Or you do that thing where you just like run from end to end, hitting it back and forth between yourself. Yeah, if you're fast enough. Right. I don't think it's true for table tennis. I do think that might be true for lawn bowls. Badminton, certainly. The thing with lawn bowls is, like, how who plays lawn bowls? The elderly. No one. Yeah, only the elderly, but all the world champions are, like, relatively young, like in their 30s or 40s. So if you turned up uh, under the age of 60 to play bowls, like crown green bowls, is that what you mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, then you just... you'd be a ringer wouldn't you you'd have to like put talcum powder in your hair and grow a moustache i i think if pull your trousers you up. were to if you were to put in a full season of proper effort at your age you're still a rookie yeah. you could make it to the top well, how much money is there in crown green bowls i don't know i mean it's on the telly isn't it well but not on proper telly is it it's on grandstand or whatever the replaced grandstand, grandstand. bbc2 <laughs> okay. I mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well just do curling, and then you get the fun of falling over a bit on ice. Curling is harder because you, you need to go somewhere where there's there's ice. Um, so grass not... is everywhere. Uh, yeah, that's true. But brooms are everywhere. Where do you see cra- bowls? Where do I see bowls? There's a bowling yeah, green the bowling in green. Normanton. We could go there on Saturday if you like, and we could do it. Do you think they'd let us have a go? They can't stop us, can they? They're old. Yeah, but they, they're old with with um, quite heavy things to throw at us. Yeah, but we would um, we would have them as well. We'd get some. Where would we get them? For, we'd take them We're from the old people. Go shopping. Yeah, because we'd have the element of surprise on our side. It'd be like a summer snowball fight, wouldn't it? I think you'd have the element of surprise for quite a long time. Yeah. <laughs> mm. This is even easier than pushing children into a canal. Right. Because the the elderly. Create a new metric for everything that he does. Well, yeah, that is the best way to behave. This is way harder than pushing children into a canal. Right, look, we still haven't finished the tedious admins, so this is all going to have to go in because I'm not 
wasting all this time. So after the cricket, then we'll go out and get absolutely knob jockeyed because everybody's with us and there's no reason not to. Do we want to do karaoke? Because I found a place that will let us do it for £5 each. That but sounds a, quite good. It's a private room like what you did yeah, in Birmingham. Yeah, which is what you want. You don't and want to do a, yeah, you don't want to embarrass no. yourself publicly. But for not, five, not five pounds, I thought maybe we could book anywhere. that for like 11, so we've got a couple of hours after the cricket to have a few beers. I thought that might yeah, be a fun just, thing to um, do. So you book it for 11, and then we go home at 1? Yeah, or yeah. stay out. Well, I we can't. there can't be anything left to do at 1, can there? That Nothing good happens after 1am, does it? I don't think so. No. But if we're drunk enough, then we'll forget that. Mm. See, the like, thing if we is, can't remember where we parked the car. Then we won't be going home anyway. Well, no, we will be going home. It's just that Dan won't have his things. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't see any downside to this plan. Exactly, yeah, it's precisely, it's a Dan problem. I've got some um, bottles of fluid for us to drink. I've only got two, unfortunately. But I, it's, did, I did see the picture. Yeah, coconut water and ginger. With vodka in it. Hmm. Sounds alright. I mean, it sounds terrible. Yeah. But then dragon soup is largely terrible. They haven't got a new flavour, so if you want dragon soup, you can have it, but I'm not going to. I quite enjoyed the supply any. one, I have to say. It, was, it wasn't uh, awful, was it? Which no. sort of ruined it. Do you know they sell um, dragon soup on Amazon? I have seen that, yes. And there's a new flavour that I want to try, but. Um, you have to pay Too late five. Now. Why? Well, it won't get here quickly enough, will it? It's only Tuesday. Prime might do. It's Prime, like no, it's not on Prime. Oh, is it not on Prime? But they've got they got it in the the flavors. Pantry. Um, No, it's just sold by other people. I think Um, there's blue raspberry. That sounds nice, doesn't it? Um, Strawberry and lime is the one that we've had. We had that first. The the dark fruit punch is what we had at Will's, which was surprisingly not terrible. Uh, they have um, sour apple. Oh yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, but the one that I want to try, lemon sherbet. Oh, yes. I imagine that. That's, yeah. I can only imagine that being awful. So it's twenty three pounds forty nine for a case of eight. <laughs> a case of eight. Oh yeah, no, that would <laughs> be that's a lot of. That's like I suppose it's like three quid a can, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean it's two ninety nine if you buy it in the shop. I think that I think I worked out it's about two sixty nine, two seventy nine, something like that. Yeah, but then it's five pounds delivery. Ah. And what if you, you got a it... case of apple and a case of lemon? Well, what would that be? And then you're paying less per. Oh, I see. Well, then, then you're spreading out the the postage cost. You can make a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one part dragon soup. One uh, part says, dragon soup. Get as soon as four the fourth to the eighth of August when you choose standard delivery. That's quite a long time. So the uh, last thing we want on Saturday when we've got hangovers <laughs> is for a case of dragon soup to arrive. <laughs> what is um fast delivery? Um, is there an expedited? Oh, yeah. oh, I thought I accidentally did one click. Check out. <laughs> I didn't, though. It's fine. Um, no, there's only standard delivery. Oh, Sorry. Uh, disappointing. You should have thought about this yesterday. I did think about it yesterday, but then I I didn't talk to you yesterday, so you couldn't convince well, me to do it. I wouldn't have needed convincing if I'd have known. Okay, you it. can't... Right, that sour apple... Is more right. expensive. It's thirty six pounds eighty for a wow. case of eight, That's but cool. you can have it on next day delivery. Well, it's still like four quid a can. And how much I mean, is that next is... day delivery? 
I don't know. Should it's reassuringly expensive, isn't it? Like, just like Stella <laughs> no, Artois. Yeah. yeah. No, it isn't. It's worryingly expensive. <laughs> it's disturbingly expensive. And do you know... Um, oh, that's with free one day. That is on Prime, actually. Ooh. The uh, the the sour apple. There you are. So let me... And you, you know, Dragon Soup is um, One vegan. of your five a day. Oh. Yeah. I can't remove... Oh, I can. So it's 3680... That's four pound sixty a can. That seems excessive. It's quite a lot, isn't it? Well, you say yeah. that, but if you think about it, how much was the other one? Twenty four quid. Yeah. But if you compare so that that's, to that's pints like, of beer in a pub, that's like three sixty a can once you factor in postage. Yeah. So, I mean, both of them are more expensive than going to one stop. It's just they've got new flavors. Yeah, and also that means going to one stop rather than having a man deliver it to your house. I mean, that is the big benefit of Amazon, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, has anybody else got Amazon Prime? Yes. I will allow you to purchase it if you would like to <laughs> and bring it with you. I'm not going to do that. Well, I'm not going to bring it with me. I'll get it delivered to your house. I'm not oh, wait. Yeah. Okay, fine. Do that then. I've, I've done enough. I'm not doing that. If you want to do that, I will reimburse you for the cost I, of um, my cans. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm I get something delivered to your house. History, but... If you want to, yeah. What, what, what should I get delivered to your house? Well, I don't mind. Uh, oh, there's only five left in stock. Better order now. Are you doing it? Oh, this is brilliant. What, what is This is for the apple flavour. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. This is the uh, sour apple. Mm, I'm less excited about that one. But... Well, is there anyone that's available on Prime? And we can't risk uh, it not being there for... Drinksupermarket.com also sells it. Oh, hello. At yeah, but that sounds, shipping. that sounds like a very suspicious... Uh, I'm on Amazon, venue. but it's my wife's account. So... <laughs> ah, so she could buy it. She could uh, buy it, great she? Plan. She doesn't have Prime. Well, that just means she'll have to pay extra for delivery. Then, to do it? a different address, it'll probably oh, want me to put in Drink a... Supermarket also has red cola flavoured. That sounds oh. like uh, what is red red cola? I don't know the best kind of cola. Drink supermarket. Yeah, but do they do next day delivery? Uh yes. And also you don't have to buy eight. You could just buy five. Yeah, but you see if I buy it from Amazon I can get it gift wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> I will gift wrap it for you if it turns up before you arrive. I will wrap them up individually. Let's have a look. Oh, I like the look of drink supermarkets. Uh, yeah, but will drink super drink supermarket sounds like the kind of dodgy venue that will allow me to get it delivered to somewhere other than my billing address. I mean, two of the listeners have done this, and well, uh, I mean, possibly not from drink supermarket. No, but so they they could do the same thing, couldn't they? They could buy you want to try tea. the lemon sherbet. That does sound tremendous, doesn't it? Uh, I like the fact that I have concerns. The fact that it has a price and then an as low as price. Yeah. I uh, have we only like before Will's? Did we only ever have the strawberry and lime one? No, we had. There's another one that we've had as well. Um, but it's not on here, is it? No, they must have discontinued it, presumably for. Um, the strawberry and limes on. Um, oh, sorry. What was the other one you said? I don't know. We I had another one, one, but is. I don't know what it. I'm sure we had another one, didn't I we? I assume it's been banned then. Oh, passion fruit and orange. Mm. Oh, they also do a tropical fruit punch, but that's not available to buy anywhere. Okay, so that's yeah, new so flavor. basically, there's a video. So you can get eight cans, four of each, for twenty-two pounds. I mean, that 
can we afford not to? Um, um, is eight cans enough? Because there's five of us. Yeah, that's isn't true. There? There's five. Yeah, we need. So I think we probably need ten. <laughs> well, make it twenty. <laughs> so um, we're going for the sour, the two new flavors. Uh, they appear to have an option to add more items for no extra charge. Yeah, but that that can't be an actual. No, oh, it's no, a loophole. That's, that's that's purely that purely covers delivery. What about the red? Actually... What about the red cola? We could try that as well, couldn't we? Oh, you see, estimated delivery is three to five days. Fucking hell! But it's three good. days. Oh no, you can do next work next day yeah, from six pounds forty. Six pounds forty nine. The costs are going up. Oh, it's fine, isn't it's it? It's going to cost. It's going to cost like thirty five quid to get it from here to get ten cans from Drink Supermarket. So it's three pounds fifty. That's, that's not bad. That's what you were going to pay for eight yeah. cans. Yeah, exactly. That's true, and it's two ninety nine at the um, at one stop. So we're we're actually saving money because we don't have to walk to one. Hang on, Make saving sense. time and time is money. Time is money. That's exactly what it is. And if you're that's just math. Field, um, your time is vastly. Um, it's more precious you, to me. Yeah, have you seen that stupid advert where he says, "Yeah, you might get a, a little bit more money if you sell your car properly." <laughs> I love this. But do you? How much do you value your time? It's like, well, not a thousand pounds for half an hour. <laughs> I like the yeah. you can st- you can still add thirty units of this product for no extra shipping charge. Oh, well, you've got to then. <laughs> no, I don't. They are do. just they're totally mugging you off there. Yeah. Go, ooh, you're only buying <laughs> only buying ten cans. Oh, you can only cope with that. No, no, I, I can add thirteen units of each. Of each? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. How many units are in a can of dragon soup? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every unit. Just crammed in. Uh, let's oh, see. Proceed to pay. We uh, oh, we're going to look so cool sitting in the cricket drinking dragon soup. I, I have I have a suspicion that the venue will not allow you to bring your own alcohol in. Um, no, we need to drink it in a park beforehand. Let me just have a look on the Yorkshire CCC. Uh, I would be very website. surprised if they did. So it doesn't say in big red letters on the homepage. So I have to assume I can. What we need is a dragon soup mule, don't we? Yes. Well, I think really... Will could be a good dragon soup. I was going to say the real question is how many cans do you think Will can secrete about his person? If he wears I think he's put them um, all gilet. in his trouser legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just clanking his way into the venue, and you could just say he's got a false leg, and they yeah. can't. They he can't lost, he lost it in Nam, yeah, and uh, he said it replaced with a, a metal one, and that would also explain why he set off metal detectors. So, how many cans are we getting? Uh, I think about like to ten. Ten. Seems reasonable. Okay, so do we need a... anything else whilst we're whilst we're well, actually hang on a second because we're going to have to drink these on the way into the on like oh no we're driving so but we're there quite early aren't we <laughs> yeah so we'll sit in a park I mean, you can always have around Headingley but then Dan won't be with hour. us so we, we don't need ten do we because unless we're just going to thrust to on, <laughs> upon him as soon as he arrives you can I put them in, should... you can put them in party bags for us to take or we can open. have them on the Saturday I don't mind we could leave them in the car. To drink, right. That seems dangerous on a hot day. We yeah, all come want, back on the inside of your explode. car. Oh, they were okay. Well, okay. Splattered with dragon soup. We need to plan this. You need to like put some cool, cool blocks, ice blocks in the freezer. Mm. Okay, we, the ones that already arrived, have one before the cricket, and then leave the rest in the car in a cool bag, and have the other one after the cricket. And Dan has to drink two to catch up. This sounds a lot of lot of 
admin. The Dragon Soup website has a specific page dedicated to warnings. <laughs> Are they any good? Should should we be concerned? No, they're actually Is quite it a bit poor. late? It says always drink in moderation, in which case you wouldn't be drinking Dragon Soup. <laughs> well, yes. And remember, it's not suitable for children, pregnant women, or persons sensitive to caffeine. Make sure that you are a legal drinking age in your country before enjoying dragon soup. And the UK chief medical officer so you can drink it, just don't enjoy adults it. Do not regularly drink more than fourteen units per week. <laughs> That's just or one ones. can of dragon soup. And then there's another page which says fun stuff, <laughs> which has two big videos on it. Right. So shall I shall I acquire these? I think I think it's a decent thing yeah. to do, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I might buy a bottle of gin. I like this drink supermarket. Um, it appeals to me. I hate the looks I get when I buy all my alcohol hmm. in one go in the shops. That's awesome, isn't it? What I like very much is that they have the categories at the top, oh, and they've put big and miniatures together. What? The very opposite ends. Miniature spirits, that miniature no wines, sense. miniature sparkling, and then big bottles. <laughs> You can get a six-litre bottle of vodka. Oh, my goodness. Well, right, Chris, now it's your turn to do some purchasing. Right. Okay. We should have we should have all clubbed together to save on the um, I don't, postage. I don't think buying a six-litre bottle of vodka is a sensible idea. Oh, all right. Hang on, I have to deal with a very I mean, whiny cat. It's probably a brilliant idea, isn't it? What's, have they got anything bigger? Six litres is the biggest they go. It's a letdown, isn't it? How big would a six litre bottle be? It just looks like a normal sized bottle. (laughs) Maybe it's far away. You know, um, a litre bottle. Yeah, I can't picture six of those together. I can't can't visualise it. (laughs) Well, it it would be less than, because of volume, it would be much less impressive yeah like, it wouldn't because it's not going to be six times as high it's 350 it's pounds what six liters yeah well hang on how much is a liter well like 10 quid you would think so wouldn't you so it's 58 pounds 30 per liter which is mm, it must be very nice vodka but there is there's no such thing as nice vodka. All vodka right. is identical. I have returned. Uh, let me sort out the maths here. Ah, uh, they do a three-litre bottle, which lights up. What? Uh, we're talking about the six-litre bottle of vodka. That's £350. They do a three-litre version, but that lights up. So that's worth mm. £180 in that case. I, I like the idea of a crystal head skull vodka. Mm, that sounds tremendous. Three litres worth. Yeah. Is the volume of my head three litres, do you think? Uh, I would imagine so, yeah. That is quite a nice bottle. Yeah? Mm. Okay. So, um, I'll book in us to do uh, karaoke as well. I think £5 each, that's fine, isn't it? Yeah. A sensible thing to do and then we can do that from 11 and then we can carry on drinking or we can go elsewhere, whatever. So, um, that's the admin out of the way, so now we can start the episode. Hooray! So, welcome... Oh. <laughs> okay. Do you need to get that? Is that important, Chris? Oh, it must sounds be. important, doesn't it? It's yeah. beeping twice. Oh, it's oh, three ah! times! 
have, you, have you been summoned? Um, no, it's okay. Okay. Okay, so welcome to episode 146 of Two Star Podcast. I'm Graham. I'm here with Adam. Hi. And Christopher. Hello. Daniel can't be with us um, yet again. I think we should replace him. What would you replace Daniel with? I mean, famously on Have I Got News For You, they replaced a Tory politician with a uh, block of lard, didn't they? Hmm. What What would you replace Daniel with? Um, I could ask my neighbour to come around because they have very similar physiques. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you like Daniel, don't you? Well... Less each week that he lets our listeners down. Yeah, I suppose. And also when he's not here. As implying that he lets them down by being here. Right, yes. Yeah. Okay. I see. So it's too, too highbrow for me. Sorry. Uh, um, so, does anybody have any content? I've got some content. Would you like me to do my content? I would replace Daniel with a wheelie bin. Um, but then you can't put a wheelie bin inside another wheelie bin. Uh, I'd replace him with my recycling wheelie bin. Oh, no, the other the, way around. The, the thinner ones, don't you? Yeah. yeah. That's good. The smaller one is the the non-recycling. The baby wheelie bin. Yeah. I'd replace him with um, a bag of conkers. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, Daniel's um, scent scares off spiders as well, doesn't it? And conkers are fun. So it'd be nice to replace him with something fun. Yeah. Okay. Have you gentlemen ever heard of uh, a, my, a gentleman called Mike Massino, or Machino perhaps, I don't know, M-A-C-I-N-O, but Mike nope. is spelt M-Y-K-E. Oh. No. So this is, um, he is a movie producer. Okay. That, uh, okay. And also possibly director uh, in the United States of America, in that Hollywood. Right. And his website is tremendous. I'll send you a link so you can explore it yourselves separately. But one of the things on there is a synopsis for a film that hasn't been made yet. But I don't understand why it hasn't been made yet, because it is the greatest film of all time. Okay. So it's called Gangster's Wives, and I'm now going to read to you um, the synopsis for this film, because I think you'll agree with me that it has to be made immediately and we're going to have to start a crowdfunding for this I think so okay. it says uh, the blurb is the best car chases the world has ever seen through London at night police anti-terrorist machine gun helicopters chase the supercars at street level Hollywood stunt coordinators Rocky Taylor and the UK's top stunt team take the movie on it's car action like never before 15 car chases at once drift and burn up the street like never before so that's the that's the sort of the tagline, I guess. That's the full synopsis. No, it's it's much much longer. Right. So I'll, that's just like that's the teaser or the summary, I suppose. What's the name of this film? It's called British. Uh, it's called Gangsters' Wives. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I forgot that very like I quickly, said. didn't I? <laughs> and it's going to be an IMAX movie as well, just in case that wasn't clear. I think the reason that I didn't connect with that was. Um, the, the then synopsis didn't really contain any plot about gangsters' wives. Well, then I will read the full synopsis now. Which Thank does. you. 
So it says, the biggest British gangster movie the world has ever seen with unlimited Hollywood action and the $100 million car cases, I think it means chasers, with helicopters. Five gangsters' wives, five stories, 15 car chasers, the action, the revenge, the love, the escapism. They don't want you dead, they want you alive. Gangsters' Wives is a tale of five stories told by Carol, wife-to-be of the British gangster underboss. The film has 12 car chases at once, stunts and special visual effects never seen before, as well as five interlocking action stories of love, revenge, power, betrayal and escapism. It's gone down. They had 15 car chases. I guess... It's um, gone down to 12. Well, Budget I mean, constraints. I... Maybe, you know, you you aim high and then you uh, just bring it <laughs> down to a more realistic level, don't you? <laughs> a hasty rewrite. Yeah. So the first story, the, remember there's five interweaving stories. So Jenny... Sounds like Richard Curtis has, has um, been in on this in some way. Not for long. So uh, Jenny is um, a gangster's wife-to-be and she's on her hen night out with the other gangster's wives and her friends. All is going well until some supernatural bikers take over the club and refuse to let the gangsters' wives leave and demand the unimaginable. To the rescue of the gangsters themselves, with high-action stunt coordination, hundreds of thousands of machine gun shots fired and humour dropped in frequently. That's the first story. Sounds good, doesn't it? It does sound good, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So the the second story that then uh, happens in, in parallel with this. Sheila and Brian are a normal married couple living in Greater London. Their only child, Kelly, the 16-year-old daughter, is kidnapped and assaulted and remains captured by a gang of hippies in a flat above some shop several miles away. When Brian and her father... (laughs) Is this set in the 60s? I don't believe so, no. Is it set in the song Common People? Could be, yeah. Uh, When Brian and her father knocks on the flat's door to collect his daughter, he is verbally abused. (laughs) His daughter, <laughs> as you do with all kidnappings. Yeah, if there's a kidnapping, you go and knock on the door. That's that's fine. Uh, anyway, he gets verbally abused, threatened, and brushed off. On his return home, his shocked wife Sheila says it's the police or ask next door if they would help. The friendly neighbour is the British gangster underboss. Brian approaches his neighbours in a terrible, petrified state, pleading for help. Helpers provided, the heavens open with the power and intelligence to get the girl back. But how do they stop her attacker getting away? Pass. Uh, Good, yeah. Well, I don't know. It doesn't say. Right, so that's, okay. that's the second story. So the third one. Uh, Albert is a boxing coach, like normal nice man in love with a beautiful wife for many years. His world is turned upside down when an unknown boxer who he trained from scratch to be a British champion has an affair with his wife and plans to abscond with her. The champion turning on his creator... Um, hang on, hang on. Abscond? I don't think that's what they that mean. Like, he's not going to nick her and run off. Well, you ex- like, abscond. abscond. Abscond implies not. No, he's he's absconding with, with consent. He's absconding with her. Hmm. Yeah, but that that does he's not imply... he's not absconding with her. Like you would would abscond with um something you'd nicked. He's yeah. absconding, and she is going with him. She's also absconding. Yeah. Uh, it inflicts more pain than you could imagine. The firm is called to issue a contract for murder. Can Albert pay the price? Yes, presumably, otherwise he'd be a very short film. I guess so, yeah. So the fourth story is The Wedding of Spider, the British gangster boss, and Jenny, the extremely beautiful, educated and interesting woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, the character depth here is and off the charts. If you all remember, Jenny, uh, she was on her hendu when Supernatural Bikers took over the club. 
Was it Jenny on the on the hen do? Uh, no. Yes, yes, it was Jenny who was on her hen night out with the other gangsters' wives and her friends. Yes. So her her husband to be, um, well, at, at their wedding. Uh, the celebration is out of this world with professional dancers, food for kings, and an upmarket high-class function like a royal occasion. Only when a mystery uninvited guest brings a special wedding gift that some says he is t- that he thinks is ticking, the chase is on, shooting at the suspect's car as he tries to escape. His car explodes in the night skies of London. That sounds pretty good. That was the last one, was it? No, that's that's the fourth. There's one more. The fourth more. one. Mm. How can how can that happen at the same time as the the Hindu? Um, okay. Generally, well, Hindus finish uh, before the wedding starts. Possibly, it doesn't say they interweave. They might just be like in sequence. Then I don't know. Uh, so the fifth story: the Heathrow London Airport gold robbery and fight to the death. All the gangsters return to Spider's lock-up huge warehouse to unload the gold, and the British County gangster bosses are there with Mike and Spider. Do we know who Mike is? I don't think. No, there all seems to be a lot of gangster mob bosses. In oh well, London. yeah, it's gangsters' wives, isn't it? There's uh, oh, fair there's enough. Lots. Uh, only when Mister Cumbria proposes a challenge to question <laughs> the suitability of the underboss, an uh, ex-world champion boxer arrives to fight. You remember him? It's a nice callback there. Yeah, the winner takes all the gold and the title of the new gangster boss of England. First round with boxing gloves. Second round, no gloves and no rules. The police special branch swoop after the fight, smashing open the warehouse doors with sledgehammers. Ten police cars and an armed police helicopter block the main exit. As the shootout commences, the gangster bosses escape through a basement hatch to the street one block away. Ending in Marbella after the Spanish police chase Mike and Carol along the coast in a police helicopter with machine guns blazing, where all British uh, gangsters reside, the California (laughs) of Europe. Many surprise (laughs) twists occur. Who the gangsters' wives really are. Escaping the Spanish police, they end in Miami, Florida, where New Scotland Yard have no jurisdiction to place the new British gangster boss or the county bosses (laughs) under 24-hour surveillance. Mike and Carol have the baby they always wanted, and they name him Baby Spider, who is the <laughs> ex-gangsters boss turned the chairman. The chairman of what? Gangsters. Okay. Is um, that an elected position? Uh, I see. Well, yes, I assume so. Huh. It can't be Good hereditary, can it? So, I mean, this uh, this does sound great. I mean, that's yeah, just great. Sounds brilliant. Yeah. So, how do we get this made? I don't think I need to see it. You've you've basically read all of the. I feel plot I out. feel like much uh, you know like like a, a beloved book. The film adaptation is only gonna disappoint compared <laughs> yeah, to the image true. in my mind. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like, sure, people who haven't seen the original work will probably think it's great, but anyone who's who's you know who's read the original screenplay, they're just going to be disappointed by whatever the film produces. We just we, yeah. lack, we lack the technology to really realise his mean, vision. A million machine gun bullets. It's just not feasible, is it? No. Yeah. I think I would look at it and think, well, that was quite a lot of cars, but it wasn't loads of cars. It wasn't 15. It was maybe 12 or so. It's a bit disappointing. Mm. I've just found a page that's got the profile of all of the county bosses. I won't read all of them uh, because there's six, 
but which you can choose <laughs> too account. many, yeah. too many. But six. maybe we can serialize this, and we'll we'll read some. Um, we'll we'll do one a week. So there but, are county bosses now. Yeah, for the, of the of the gangster, the gang. I guess I mean gangs sort of operate by county, don't they? Yeah, that's well known. Um, um, I, I I oh hang on, no, there's one. eight. Oh goodness. Am I am I remembering correctly that you said that this uh, particular film will have the the biggest car chase ever? Uh, yes, I believe so. Right. I mean, how many cars is that? Because I feel like they've got quite a long way to go to be the biggest car chase ever. Mm, I don't know. Um, let me see. There's there's a page dedicated to the cars. Let me see if, I, if it tells you how many there are. In, in the meantime, I'll give you a list of counties, and you can choose which um, which one you'd like to hear about the the gangster boss for. So we've got Hertfordshire, Berkshire, Surrey, Essex, Sussex, Middlesex, Buckinghamshire, Yorkshire, Kent, and Norfolk. Okay, I'm torn between Surrey and Yorkshire. Okay, a bit well, like I, you. Yes, yes, in so many ways. Well, I, yeah. I, we could do two, couldn't we? If we do Surrey and Yorkshire, we'll just we can decide which one most sounds like you. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry that the West Country isn't very well well represented here. We don't have gangsters. We're good boys. Oh, okay. Well, that's good then. So the Surrey County gangster boss is a highly organised player, controlling a staggering 120,000 gangsters in his country county. <laughs> he only reports. This is Surrey. Yes. No, no. Surrey's not big enough. If it was well, Yorkshire, it's very believable. But <laughs> well, it says it says it on this website, so it has to be true. Okay. Uh, he only reports to Mike for approval, and Mike only reports to Spider. Armed robberies, carjacking, credit card fraud, stolen goods, a Rolex dealer, a Ferrari Lamborghini dealer. Down in Surrey, the heat is up. Anything you want, Surrey will deliver it tomorrow. But you better have cash ready, as his gangs only shoot to kill, like Amazon. <laughs> And then uh, Mr. Yorkshire is a baker and runs two bakeries and town centres in North and East Yorkshire. I like, I like the, the difference here. So you've got Surrey man who's like, you know, stolen cars, yeah, drug deals, etc. gangsters. Yeah. Yorkshire, baker. Yeah, I mean, he's a little bit more parochial. Um, <laughs> so he has two bakeries, a.k.a. Fat Git, or as Mike calls him, uh, I don't know, he, he is... <laughs> It's not very well written. It says, a.k.a. Fat Git, or as Mike calls him, he is a born gangster doing seven times... Sorry, doing time seven times before for stabbing and shooting anyone that argues with him. <laughs> wow. I mean, he doesn't sound like a gangster, more just a nutter. <laughs> it sounds like he's doing quite well if he survived this long, just oh, randomly stabbing anyone that argues with yeah, him. Yeah, he's got two bakeries, so yeah, good luck to Fair him. Play, yeah. yeah. I'm glad I got out of Surrey, because... <laughs> According to this, it's all gangsters now. It, it, over ten percent of the population are gangsters. <laughs> One yeah, in true, ten. Yeah. So um, I think let's just shows so the country's gone just gone to pot, really, hasn't it? Let's stick on this. Let's. Uh, would you like to know your wife's uh, gangsters from Kent? Okay. Yeah. So Mr. Kent is a professional boxer by trade, super heavyweight, world class. Another mad gangster boss under the command of Mike. One punch from him will be enough to kill any man. He is that good. <laughs> Six foot and lightning fast with his fists. He was working the door in Margate when he got throw when he threw out five grown men with one arm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, six foot isn't that tall. 
Um, it is for a, somebody in Kent. Is that? You know, oh, the, I mean, yeah, it's fair enough. The the thing with this is that as as badly as it is written, mm. this person has done more research about the UK yeah. than Dan Brown does when he yes. writes a book a yeah. book this, set in the UK. Yeah. I mean, he, he's heard of Margate. Dan Brown yeah. has n- definitely not heard of Margate. Mm. Uh, would you like to hear about William from Suffolk's local gangsters in Norfolk? Yes. Uh, yes, I would, yes. Uh, the gangster boss of Norfolk is a farmer with many shotguns on the farm. Every time he orders a hit or a robbery in his county, forget Jimmy the Fridge, this heavy hitter has over 400 shotguns on his estate, as well as a gunsmith himself. Good. He's yes. got a gunsmith on his estate. Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, fair enough. I mean, what happens if the situation doesn't call for a shotgun? <laughs> well, then you get somebody like um, Hertfordshire. The Hertfordshire County Gangsters boss is responsible to monitor, plan, and carry out all our crimes in the country of Hertfordshire. He is a 42-year-old man with a small building firm in Watford. He has been in prison <laughs> five times. <laughs> it sounds like the introduction to a daytime game show. <laughs> Uh, he's been in prison five times for crimes including rape, attempted murder, arson, illegal possession of a firearm, and fraud. He obtained his position being an old schoolmate of Mike and is perfect for the part. A very, very clever, nasty piece of work. He hated police officers of any description. I mean, that bit's fair enough. I, I, yeah. I struggle with that many convictions. He's doing well to be out of prison by like his early 40s. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yes. This is a success story. Um, Berkshire is the royal county boss, coming and based in Ascot, Berkshire, from his £7 million luxury home, controlling all crime and all UK gangsters operating in the royal county of Berkshire. He's been arrested and charged many, many times, and always has the top lawyers bail him out and get him off time in prison. That is how lawyers work. Exactly. Uh, So let's do the sexes. Which sex would you like first? Um, what are my options? S, sus, or middle. Oh, okay, this is... I see, I see what you mean. Um, S, <laughs> Chris is please. instantly disappointed. S, sex. Okay, the Essex boss is a nightclub owner and an ex-bouncer himself, running a major UK county such as Essex. He would meet with Mike three times a year in the restaurant in his nightclub to discuss business and who is next on his hit lists across the county and overseas. That's, yeah. Okay. That sounds like a night, like a a gangster. That that's fine. Yeah. So Middlesex, in the boss of all gangsters in Middlesex, a large county mainly dealing in cars and motorbikes. He has known Mike and his father over thirty years. If you need a job done, this is your man, or he knows a man that can. He has over ten thousand gangsters all over the county on thirty-four hour call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. It's quite long shifts, isn't it? Yeah, I mean to it's be fair, there shift, are there's yeah. a, he's only working with a tenth of the manpower as Mr. Surrey, so well, he's got to yeah. yeah, he's yeah. got to he's got to push him a bit harder. So we've got two, uh, two left. We've got Sussex and Buckinghamshire. Uh, it turned out this was too much fun to stop. Um, <laughs> so the boss of Sussex yeah. is a magistrate in court. Every time one of his crew appears before the court, the case is dismissed. <laughs> 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 Which is a brilliant loophole. Why does it? Yeah. Why don't real gangsters think of that? 
He controls over 80,000 gangsters in Sussex, and one thing we remember about his lovely wife, she took their son into a barber's in Sussex. One Monday morning, a foreign barber cut the kid's hair and did a bad job. When she confronted him, he threw a load of abuse and threats at her, and asked her to pay and leave. The fuming gangster's wife arrives home and orders a £60,000 hit on the barber shop. Two hours later, three cars of gangsters screech up outside the shop, and ten men run in with baseball bats wearing balaclavas and smash everything, and four wait outside, then smash all the shop front windows in, the staff and beaten, and left in pools of blood. He picked on the wrong one that time, cost her £60,000 to do that, she should have gone somewhere else. Yeah, but that's like, <laughs> hang on, hang on. So, 14 gangsters in total, right? Yeah. So, how much is that per gangster? It's only like four grand each. That doesn't seem a lot for like, you know. It's a Monday morning, remember? Well, I mean, yeah, you think then that there'd be like high call out charges. No, that's off peak. A lot of people. That's, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. It's the super saver. Mm. Fair so, enough. Last one. Uh, the boss of Buckinghamshire is a tailor. In the quiet town of Gerrard's Cross, South Buckinghamshire District, you can order a beautiful suit, and who do you want dead? No questions, just do it. And <laughs> do you text have, me. Do you have to have a suit. Can you not just order the hits? <laughs> I don't know if you... like, sorry, we won't murder anyone if you don't buy a suit from well, us. Well, it's but... worse the other way around if you just want a suit. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, you, you've bought the suit now, we have to kill someone, it's up to you who. Uh, yeah, you have to text him golf on Tuesday at the club from an unregistered phone when it's done. If you want us to get rid of the body as well, without any trace, you pay double. The wo- <laughs> Otherwise they just leave it. <laughs> uh, the words of Buckinghamshire, a deadly gangster running the wealthy county. And that's all of the gangsters. I, you know, I, feel I like want more we've of We've learned something important. I just want more. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Uh, he has a lot of other films listed on his website. Maybe we'll revisit some. Are um, any of these been made? I, I strongly doubt it. <laughs> Would you like to hear just the the titles of um, the the alternate films? Uh, don't give us all of them. Don't don't spoil it for future content. <laughs> well, I, I won't tell you any details, but we can okay. tease ahead. So we've got American Spy Master, Father Christmas the movie, Annabella Green, Vegas Boys with a Z. Black Magic Concur, the, Devi- the Defiance of Zeus, and The French Lover. Feels he's got quite a wide, wide catalogue of, of films, by the sounds. He's a, um, a polymath. Yeah, he's obviously not like just just into his uh, his gangster movies. No, he's, he's not another... He, he's what's not that be, bloke? He ain't going to be pigeonholed. The one who married Madonna. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, what did he do? He just he just did gangster movies. He couldn't do anything else. He Even when shit. he did a King Arthur film, he just made it like a gangster movie. Yeah, basically. Because he's an idiot. Whereas this guy really seems to, you know, realise that you've got to be diverse in your, your filmmaking. Otherwise, you know, you, you're going to get stuffed. Yeah, yeah. You've got to you've got to like diversify or die, I think, um, is maybe a thing that somebody said, perhaps. I don't know. Uh, pre-production starts September the 10th. So... Which year? This year? Uh, yeah. Of Gangster's Wives? It's ex- yeah. It's expected. Um, theatrical release. All media platforms January 7th, 2020. We go to the cinema for my birthday and watch it. We could. It's Brilliant. a reason to try and stay alive, just that kind of extra... Yeah, I mean, I was I was probably going to finish it this weekend, um, yeah. but I've got to stick around until 2020. got to hold on. Yeah. It'll, it'll always take the edge off Brexit, won't it? Mm. Something to look forward yeah. to. Exactly, yeah. So. I've been thinking about Brexit, and me and my wife have come up with a plan to um, 
just before Brexit happens to the go country. to Europe and yeah. then just just stay, stay there, there yeah. until people have changed their minds. So you're planning on becoming asylum seekers? Uh, well, what's the word for when you're kind of um, I mean, techni- on the run? You mean squatting? Um because technically, you see, well, the the asylum laws are there to protect anyone who's facing persecution in their home country. Yeah. And, I mean, post-Brexit, anybody... Yeah, you exactly. Fact, yeah. Anyone's, well, anyone, well, yeah, with the treason, the treason rules they're going to bring in. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. anybody anybody who's found to have, have been supporting Remain and talking the country down prior to Brexit, yeah. death penalty. Yes. Yeah, so I think you'd have a legitimate claim to be a uh, an asylum seeker, really. Yeah. I mean, from what I hear, the whole process is fucking terrible and you wouldn't want to do it. But no, but, you know... It's an option. I, you don't want to do a lot of things you have to. You don't want to go to work, and that's terrible. Mm. I mean, that would solve the other problem, isn't there? Going to work. wouldn't have to it's, if I was you abroad. Because you'd be just given loads of benefits. Seeker, as a, yeah. a you just can't. You? Yeah. You'd be given someone else's job to do. <laughs> that's true, yeah. But you'd be too lazy to do it. Well, yeah, it's uh, the, the the classic conundrum. Hmm, tricky. Right, um, I mean, that probably constitutes a podcast. I mean, legally, yes. Yeah. Does anybody I, have um, any content? Yeah, I oh. did. Okay. I, wanted to, um, I wanted to continue our argument about barbecues, because I, I, I think th- I might have to um, no-vest you. No vest me. No vest you in the same kind of toxic masculinity of the, the no vest oh, um, Graham. What's his name? No, you're Graham. Yes. Was the other man Graham as well? Is there two Grahams in this story? Well, you're actually doxing him by revealing his surname <laughs> when I previously revealed his first name. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, you're right. I have. You have, yeah. Terrible yeah. behaviour. Well, let's, let's bleep that out and no. I'll call him. <laughs> yeah. So, in the same vein of I never wear a vest, mm. I see that you are continuing with your um, with your misnaming of uh, outside gas grills as barbecues. Uh, they're well, better I, in every. They're better in yeah. pretty much every conceivable way compared to a charcoal barbecue. But I they are I didn't name not it. barbecues. Well, what's the definition of a barbecue then? You have uh, charcoal. Who says? Me. <laughs> you can't claim... Uh, well, in that case, uh, I'm not going to get into this with you because... I mean, it does say would... barbecuing is usually outside, outdoors by smoking the meat over wood or charcoal. Yes! Um, See, the internet has come to my defence. Okay, it says usually. How, uh, barbecuing techniques include blah, 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 smoking, roasting, baking, braising and grilling. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, it is typically... Done with burning of stuff, wood. Yeah, I mean that's because they didn't have gas in the olden days. Well, I mean that's fair. Yeah, they, they didn't. Language evolves. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't. You don't have to call it a barbecue if you don't want to. If you don't want to recognise it as one, that's fine. You can just go hungry on Saturday. <laughs> not really, not my problem. No, I, I'm. I'm looking forward to you cooking me food outside on your outdoor gas grill. Okay, that's fine. Um, Good. Everyone's happy then. I am. Yeah. So what's the, what's the issue? Well, there isn't one now because you've you've backed off. Well, no, I haven't you were off you were terrified I... of my logic and um, my lawyer Adam, who came to my defence. 
Well, I don't think I've entered into this. Uh, I don't think I've entered into this argument at all because I'm not bothered. I'm not getting into the whole rice beer thing again with you. You sound bothered. I can hear uh, it in your voice. <laughs> well, you sound. Maybe um, you're chilly because you're not wearing a vest, <laughs> and well, I can hear that in your voice. I never wear a vest anymore. <laughs> I think uh, everyone should be free to call anything whatever they like. Let's not be pendants about this. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I had something else, but I've forgotten it now with all the gangsters. Okay. Good. Well, I, I think, think we should end it right there. What the gangsters would have wanted. You haven't ended it yet. Who has? Who hasn't ended it? I thought Adam was just going to press stop. Do you want me to end it properly? I mean, you don't have to. If you want to oh, be no, 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 well, I'll do it. I'll, do it I'll, just, I'll just cut us off in the middle. So, I think you um, should cut them off halfway. Well, <laughs> just, Let him try just, and... <laughs> you just surprise me by pressing stop whenever you like. Okay, so thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can support us um, not by any of the usual channels, but I guess you could buy us a bottle of gin. You've got until Friday to order it on Amazon Prime. I'll try and release this tomorrow, so you've got plenty of time. 